what's up, everybody? Let's get right into it, man. I just finished. I did a reaction last night. I got an immediate reaction of season four, volume one of Stranger Things. And I said I was going to do a full spoiler review um, today. So I want to do a full spoiler review today. If you're brand new to the show or the channel or any of that stuff, do me a favor and hit that button, subscribe, William. We're trying to hit the 50,000 subscribers by the end of this month. I think we can do it. And I think that if you're just browsing around looking for Stranger Things videos and you find this, oh, do me a favor. Will you join this shit dump? That's a sell, right? Come on over and join the shit dump. Uh, anyway, we are going to do a full-on spoiler review. So if you have not seen volume one of season four, you have been warned. And that's it. Um, this season was phenomenal. Really good. As I said in my reaction, if you didn't, if my immediate reaction was, I think it's as good, if not better, than the first season. Um, you got to always give the first season a little bit more clout because it set up the world, it set everything up, it set the characters up, it made you care, it gave you that idea of the, this kind of 80s nostalgia thing, but made it feel like 80s, but not just a, oh, they're trying to do an 80s thing. Everything feels authentic, and they continue to do that four seasons in, and they're not getting lazy, they're getting better. The, 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 as you continue to see the, um, the evolution of the characters, the idea, everything about it, and it, and it blends so many different uh, movies and this is what I love about this. There, there are ways to do things when it's just a complete, I don't want to say ripoff, but like they're not, when it's not being original, when it's a complete just kind of carbon copy of something in the past, and then there's homages to certain things that make you feel nostalgic, but they're still taking it and making it in their own. And Star Wars did that, right? 1977, Star Wars did, did that, and, and all the stuff that, that George Lucas took from all the things in the past it's very, very similar to what the Duffer Brothers do with um, Stranger Things, and certainly in this one. I mean, there's so many movies that you can pull, and I'm just going to name a few of them, and I'm sure in the comment section we'll see more. But the ones that I got were um, from the horror genre, Evil Dead, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, It Chapter 2, uh, Hellraiser, Nightmare on Elm Street. Did I say Nightmare on Elm Street? I think I said that twice. Um, Friday the 13th. I mean, there's, uh, there's so many different things that... Um, that land inside of that. And then you got, you got uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, E.T. There's just tons. And there's little, there's little Easter eggs to Spielberg in, in, the, in the show. There's, there's a, a, a mailman who's dressed like Spielberg at one point. There's, there's so much um, love that they give stuff that they grew up with, but, again, making it their own. And, and again, with spoilers, I'm getting right into it with the reveal of Vecna. That was, uh, to me, reminded me of Voldemort. In the way that Tom Riddle was was introduced, and um, you know, throughout the whole thing, Riddle was trying to help Harry out, and then by the end, you reveal that he's Voldemort. The only thing that sucks for me, this has nothing to do with you guys. This is on me. Um, I got spoiled on uh, on the reveal on Vecna because as I was watching, I knew that that Robert England was in this show. I knew he was in the show, and I was like, oh, well, who does he play? And this is before I had seen him show up, you know, with his eyes all gorged out and all that. I was like, is he playing Vecna? I'm like, so I type in actor who's playing Vecna, and then they popped up, and they showed the, the orderly, and I'm like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't understand. And, I, and it wasn't, and I didn't really dive too deep into it. And then I did it again, and I'm like, oh, he must be Vecna. So... But it didn't, it didn't ruin anything for me, honestly. I know that a lot of people are like, oh, that sucks. You got the whole reveal ruined for you. Not really. 
Um, because even though I was like, okay, it was more like a, how, how are they going to do this? And they did it, I think brilliantly, but again, that, that's on me. That has nothing to do with anybody else except the fact that I tried to reveal, tried to find out who the, the actor was playing Vecna. Cause I thought that the villain was done so well. I was like, Oh, who's doing that? Silly me. Anyway, there's a lot of great stuff going on in the show. I know that there's been some people that have, um, that, and I don't, and I'm very curious to where you guys land about, and I think that they do this kind of every season. And it reminds me of kind of Star Wars adventures when they separate the cast and they put them in their separate adventures. Some people don't like it. And some people think that they should be together the entire time. Um, I'm in the opposite camp. I actually really love the fact that they're all separated. I think it makes it more impactful when they finally get to the very end of the show that once you see in, in the, in volume two, if they, when they finally come together, I think that it's going to make that much more of an impact, but I, I might be in the minority. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious where you guys stand, but there's so many, like the side adventures to me, for the most part, really worked. If, if I have, I have a couple of nitpicky things, um, but they're very nitpicky. It, when, when, I, when the show started and the new cast was coming in, I said to myself, I don't know, man. Might be a lot of new characters I'm not, I'm not digging, right? And so as they start to get through it and Elle's in school and she's learning all these things inside being in California now and running around with haircut Magoo. Um, I said, uh, where are they going to go with this story? And then they had the, the bully scene and she can't get her powers. And it was a good way to set it up. I thought the writing was really well done. The introduction of Vecna and how he's starting to do this Freddy Krueger thing and, and wrecking kids and breaking bones. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty gnarly. Um, the thing that I think in, up top that I didn't necessarily love was what the hell's going on with Oh, and I lo- and I love the Hellfire stuff. I love the Hellfire stuff in the beginning, and then they introduce where the hell is he? Well, we'll get into all that in a second. Oh man, my my, my pictures are all out of whack. I, I didn't I, this kid. I can't remember what he was in. He's, he's the he's kind of like the he's trying to be the uh, the Fast Times at Ridgemont High character in this show, and he was in another show. It was the what the hell was it? I thought he was really good in it. Um, and it's not that I think he's a bad actor. I think they're trying to make him too much of the stoner kind of comic relief, and he's not landing for me. Um, and I, I just, you know, he, he to me just seems like he's there for the joke. There's really no development with him yet, but he could win me over. He's he's trying to they're trying to get this Spicoli kind of character out, and he he can win me over. We'll we'll see. Um, gosh darn it, I have all these pictures. But I think that was that was the majority of stuff. This scene was great with the. When when the kids are all uh, they're trying, L gets taken away, and they have to. Everybody's on their like I said, they're separate missions, and and the way that they played that out, even when Spicoli is driving the car, that that to me worked. But the introduction in the beginning of the new characters, like oh oh, are there too many characters here? Are we are we working with way too many of them? Because then they introduce this Eddie character, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to like this kid. He seems like he's in a different show altogether, and he turns out to be one of the best things in the whole show. thought he was great, and they, they subdued him a little bit more, too. Where that's what I hope they do with the Spicoli guy, because I think that, that Eddie started off with this big, over-the-top hair metal guy, and he's like he's he's member of the club, and he's, there's, there's, there's no range to him. And then you actually saw that he's pretty vulnerable once once the, the, the cheerleader gets killed, and, his, and, and he's got to run out. And he's gotta, I, thought that was, I thought he was developed very well when he's going to hide out, and he becomes part of the crew. Um, the other scene I didn't love was when Mike and the, and the crew go to that. Um, it's such a bizarre, it, it's weird. I don't want to say I don't love it, but it was so bizarre. They, they, they wind up at this house with all the, the kids are playing like theater at one point. There's a dad there, but he's not really, 
he doesn't really hold much uh, authority as, as his kids are running amok and there's there's this the, the hacker kid it just seemed it didn't seem very based in 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 reality at all well none of this is based in reality it's about a monster in the upside down fine but again it didn't it's nitpicky it didn't bother me that much because i wind up enjoying the scene even though it, i think that once season two and season three happened there were parts of it like what's his name i can't remember was it morty whatever the guy with the with the beard that uh winona Ryder goes on the uh adventure with i didn't like him in, in i think the last in the beginning of one of the seasons that he showed up in but I love him in this in this one. I love him in this one when he when he's doing his karate in the air in the airplane and and all that. And that's why I said I really like the separate adventures. I think there's a couple different separate adventures. When I mentioned Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, it's like that scene after uh, the two of them hijacked that plane. Oh, and, they, and the other guy uh, was it Yuri? Yuri was a little over the top for me too. He was he was getting it was just like too much. <laughs> it was never real. But again, nitpicky overall. Uh, everything else going on in this show was on the edge of my seat. Even the Yuri scenes, I didn't. There was no fast forward moments for me. There was no moments where I was like, "I gotta, I gotta move on," because I'm, I'm really, this is, it's really boring me. I was never bored, and I think that they set it up so well. And even, and they do. And and even though I was spoiled about Vecna's reveal, I didn't know he was the kid of the of 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 the family. So that's why I said, I wonder how they're gonna do it overall. So and when they did that, that I was not expecting. That I did not see coming. And, and I think a lot of people could have gotten tired with the whole, with everything going down with um, L inside of this, you know, the, the dream and all, and all that, because this was set up very well. They did, they have to put her back in and they, and cause you never really know what's going on with Paul Reiser. Like, you know, you know, she's trying to protect her. And then there's the Matthew Modine. How much is he really? Papa, is he is he legit? Is he telling the truth? Like what what is what is really going on? Um, yeah, there's so many great stuff going on in this entire series. It's it's and oh yeah, and our boy from Game of Thrones pops up, Freddy Krueger with his eyes out and some. I mean, but I do love love that when they when they get they get her, they take her and she trusts them. You know, he, she she goes out to the um, and there he is. That opening scene, you know that Ella didn't do anything though. You know that Elle didn't do anything with uh, when they set it up. This isn't a bad thing. I'm just saying because you know she they they set up this. I thought very well. The writing on this show this season is just top notch. They set it up in the beginning when they show you where this tragic thing has happened with all of the um, with all the kids in the beginning. Um, I thought it was a classy move by Netflix up top to you know give the uh, give the warning that a lot of people are going to be a little disturbed by that considering all the. Um, the horrible news that has gone on in the world over the last uh, last few months, and in general. But um, but I, but either way, that that scene opens up, and you see L, and here she is, and they and they do the deep fake on her where she's little. And he's like, "What have you done?" And and that kind of sets in motion that there's a darkness inside her. There's something that's that's going on inside of her. And when we open up in the school, and she whacks the kid in the head with the uh, with the roller skate, and you still see that there's there's that there's that anger in her. So did she do it? Did she? And, you kind of know that she's the she's the hero of this story, so so no. But the way that they lead it up, and they spent a lot of time in that dream world, it had a very uh, minority report type of feel. And as she's inside that that tank, and she's and and she's you know she's talking to Modine, and and he's like, you gotta, you, you can leave anytime you want, but I think that I think it's in you, and I think you can figure it out. So she goes back in and. To just and, and and that's why I mentioned the Harry Potter thing. She it's like going back into Tom Riddle's diary, 
and and figuring it all out and we get to see exactly what happens how he broke this down and at the same time the juxtaposition of of, of what nancy's going through on the upside down and how they played that out and that's why i think these separate adventures play out so well and are needed i much rather have them separated doing their own thing in that empire strikes back type of way because it 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 gives you more of that that feel and i think that with um and in this the stuff with max and how it does it does seem at one point that max is a big focus of the story and then they start to pull back once eddie really gets involved they start to pull back a little bit more they just put the headphones on her and like all right put some music on and you're good now don't worry he's not he's not gonna come after you anymore and that was the one thing they didn't they don't really address Vecna just kind of gives up on max and i don't know maybe they maybe they again there's two massive episodes left of the whole season so uh, we could be eating our words at that point, but it just seems like Max put they put on the headphones. They they saved her, and and then she's she's okay right now. It's more about Eddie and and um, and Nancy right now. Nancy more so, and how she and and the the relationship with her and Steve and how they're playing that together. I mean, there's a lot of memorable stuff going on in this episode, and the directing is top notch, right? Like the it, for what they use and the budget that they use. They they put it they they really put it to use they really put it to use like there's there's tons of great scenes and um I, some people have been have been talking about the ending scene when you see Vecna kind of turning into or or when you see, when you see him turn into Vecna it, it, it kind of looks um a little dated yeah I agree I think that's the probably the weakest of the of the CG out of all that I didn't mind it still because I thought the reveal was so good and then the the idea of this is this ultimate villain and how he came to be this Freddy Krueger Hellraiser um smart just kind of nasty villain because the, the 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 other villains that they've had in the past it's like how long can you do that and that's what I think a lot of people's fear were was with this show um but they're all doing well and you know what I also think they're doing well everybody I think they're doing really well because I think they are all drinking Athletic Greens. That's right. Before we move on, I want to tell you about Athletic Greens. And I told you about Athletic Greens. And if you're brand new to the show, you should listen to Athletic Greens. It's Yesterday, I was, in, I was man, I was, I was hurting for energy. I was hanging out with the kids. I was having a great day, but I just crashed. And I needed some vitamins. I needed some stuff. And I've been taking Athletic Greens, and I love Athletic Greens. Um, I use it all the time. I use it every day, as I just said. And it, it, it's besides just giving you energy gives you an optimized immune system you get better gut health i love it i've been using it for weeks now uh almost months to be honest with you and if you don't know what the hell it is it's um it is a it's a vitamin but it's one delicious scoop of athletic greens and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins 75 high quality vitamins it's whole food source superfoods probiotics it's, it's got it all it's got all the things you need for gut health and for me, I consume it. Like I said, I get a nice boost of energy during the day, and it helps me out. It benefits my life. I get good sleep, really good sleep. I send it to all, every time my friends come in here. I give them a packet of it. It is lifestyle friendly. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. Supports mental clarity and alertness, and it costs you less than three dollars a day. You invest in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Athletic Greens has got over seven thousand five star reviews, and it's recommended by professional athletes. So it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. I put it in a water bottle and I shake it up and that's all I do and I just pound it. It's awesome. 
And to make it easier for you, Athletic Greens, it will give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I put a little iCard right there. You can click on it. And for people who are checking out my show for the very first time, um, you should check it out for yourself. And if you have been following my show and following me for a long time, not only do you help yourself by doing this, you help the show. Get more sponsors and things of that nature and sponsors that we really enjoy. So get yourself some athletic greens. All right, moving on to some more stuff inside of um, Stranger Things Season 4. Um, I don't know what it is. It's just uh, it, it the music, and as, as I said, the directing. But if you look at the, the performances, and as I said, I think Max is really crushing it this season. And I think for her, Eddie, Vecna, all people that can be considered for for um, awards this year. And I think that it's a matter of, you know, well, they can also be this because they're putting out the second season on July 1st. They're 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 probably why they did it they're going to be considered for both the emmys last year and, and this year so um that's probably why they're doing it that's what i would that's, that's why i would guess that's that's why i would guess the winona Ryder story i think is actually really good the way that they use her as joyce inside of this and the, the idea because that was our big question at the end of season three right what the hell happened to hopper is he going to make it? Did he make it? Is he alive? And he kind of reveal it at the very end of season three that he did make it. But like, but but what? How he made it through this thing? And he's in this Russian camp. I love the the, the stuff they did with the with the story and how he breaks out. And I always think that it's it's what they do very well in this series from the get go is that they set you up with certain characters thinking it's going to go one way and it spins you on your head. And, and even though you might not like a certain character when they start out, you wind up really liking them. As I mentioned, the the thing with, with Eddie, I think Steve was like that in season one, they set him up as this kind of traditional Johnny Lawrence type bully from the eighties. And he, and he's, he seems like he's going to be that, but he's not, he's one of the most beloved characters now. Um, Hopper was kind of like the, the the cliched cop for the whole time, and now he's just kind of this badass warrior inside of a inside of a prison. They finally get the chance, and they and I loved that it took so long for them to 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 uh, get back together with him and, and Joyce. It, it, I was afraid it was just gonna oh yeah Hopper's back now. It took like the whole season to do it, and I thought it was amazing. David Harbour does a great job as Hopper, and he's and and I like the and I like the emotional journey that he's got to go through in this season. Like, he's got this great reveal about... We knew this stuff about his daughter, obviously, from past seasons, but he, he talks more about how it, it, the Agent Orange effect and how it had these things on him, and he was nervous about it and how it, was, how it affected his family, and you get a little bit more deeper. And then, our, again, our boy from Game of Thrones was the man with no face. Is that what, was that what it was? I can't remember. A man with no name. I can't remember what he was in Game of Thrones. Either way, I like how they set that up, and it looked like he was just kind of like a... a the idea that he was just going to be this kind of money um, grubbing you know, uh, Russian dude who turns out to be his buddy and is like, come on, American, you got it. You can, you can do this. And they have this great buddy relationship. I hope they stick, stick around for a while for him. And now that he knows and the way that they use the Demogorgon in this one and that they used him as this kind of monster, almost like the lion that was, that was eating the, you know, the Christians back in the Roman times. And, and it was, it was, it, it reminded me of that type of thing in the way that they, that the way that they did that and the way that they used that and the way that I think that, uh, that Dustin explains so much. He's so, and the way, and, so much to talk about with so many different characters, but like the way that they use Dustin, because these characters, after being around for so long, can be very, um, they, they have the danger of becoming very one note. And I'm glad that that didn't happen. 
I'm glad that didn't happen with Dustin. What they could do with it, and and the idea because I was even getting annoyed with how Dustin was always kind of cracking on Steve and 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 breaking his chops. I'm like, does I thought he loved this guy, and then you hear from Eddie how he can't shut up about him. And I thought, okay, that was great. I like that he's just kind of puts like this little facade up. Now I understand that I get it now, and it's just little things like that. They really play into it, and the idea that Dustin explains things to them and he explains things to us, but it's not like over-the-head kind of exposition, which I really dug also. I thought that um, uh, that Caleb McLaughlin does great stuff here, too, as Lucas Sinclair, where he—he's—we've he, all gone through this. You know, he goes through the—he's he's part of the popular club, and I thought, again, this is where they duped me. I thought he was going to sell his friends out. Thought he was going to do it, and he's going to, and and it was his sister that was going to join. And his sister play is is fantastic in this, as she joins the the club, and they use her a lot more and give her. I mean, she had she had some some moments in in the previous seasons, but she does a little. She's a lot more now with joining the Hellfire Club in the beginning. I thought that was a cute moment, but again, with what they do with Lucas, I'm like, okay, he's going to sell him out to just be part of the popular crew, and he's not. And you get these. Uh, and you get the basketball players who are trying to hunt down Eddie, and and, and there's there's a devil in the town, and there's so much there's there's just so much going on, and there's and and if you look at the little things that are just placed in the background, and there's like one scene I have a shot here, so I'm probably gonna have to go through every single shot before I actually find it, but let's see if I can let's see if I can nail it. No, there he is. Um, I, I love this scene by the way with Max, and she's floating up into the sky, and and um and they finally save her because I thought that she was gonna I thought she was gonna eat it. Thought she was going to eat it, and she didn't. And of course, I can't find the, the freaking thing. There's a um, there's a shot when they're in the video store, and I thought it was really clever on what they did. Um, where is it? And it's it's Dustin in in this in this homage to Robert England and how that plays. Um, this one, speaking of Robert England, here's this is this is when Max is being hunted by um, by Vecna. And about to be whatever, or she she has she got the headphones on everything too. But like, but Freddy Krueger's right over her shoulder, and she's just staring at her like you're next. And that's ultimately the I think a symbolism for Vecna. It's just little things like that that I thought were just carefully placed and and very smart. Um, loved it. I mean, it again, this is set up with Eddie and how like he's going to be this real jerk. He's not. And it's oh, and this I mean this scene. When she's t talking to her brother, this is one of the best episodes, and this is right before she actually goes floating up into the air. But, like, all that. And then uh, Dacre Montgomery comes back for a quick one. Um, this was, I mean, that's that's the thing, and they've said this many times over and why they title it Stranger Things 1, 2, 3, and 4, and they don't title it, like, different seasons, is that they feel like big, long movies. Um, I, I'm not hating on Obi-Wan the way a lot of people are. I think that it's got a lot of problems. I think that the last episode wasn't very good, um, and there's, and I, but I am enjoying the show. But and it was, I, and I, I could bring up any show, but it just those are the two that came out at the same time. Obi Wan to me right now feels very episodic television, the same way that I would if I would watch Rebels or Clone Wars. This doesn't feel that way. This feels like a full on movie that all fits together. That and that's why by making these longer episodes, these hour and ten minute episodes, hour and fifteen minute episodes, you give time to marinate and use that money that you have to develop the characters, enrich the characters, do all that. And that's what I think this show is doing so very well and has done so very well. Um, I, I couldn't. I mean, I loved season one. Thought season two was okay. I enjoyed season three. I think more than most. I didn't mind season season three at all. But I wasn't like out of my seat. Couldn't wait for season four. 
Like, I, I mean, people were telling about, oh, I said, well, Obi-Wan's coming out. I'm going to be watching Obi-Wan. So when it comes to Stranger Things, I'll get to it when I get to it. And it took me two weeks to finally get through it. I still think that the binge mode is a, is a thing in the past. I think that it's fun for people to do, but I still think that if you did it by week by week, you have even more of an impact. But that being said, I watched this show and I couldn't stop watching it. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to watch the, the, the next one. I got to see what's going on. And it wasn't because I want to review it. I mean, it's, per, it's part of the reason for sure. And I wanted to get it out there and to get my thoughts out there. But I, I was like, I felt like it was just a movie I wanted to watch. It was something I wanted to see. And I needed to see more of it. And I wanted, I was like, oh, where's this story going? And it wasn't just like, a, okay, that one was okay. Where's the next one go? It was like every single episode was kind of, even with the little silly criticisms that I had on certain characters and, and little scenes here and there. I mean, I think that I'm, if, if I was on a percentage, I'm like a 96%. It's like 4% of it that I was like, ah, I would have liked to do that instead of that, that, that. Not a lot of complaints with the, with the, the music yeah, no, not a lot of complaints with the acting. Even if there was, even, and it's more of a directing thing and a character thing. Even um, the Spicoli type character, I don't think the guy's performance is bad. I think that it's, it's. Just, I don't think that the writing of the characters is that slick yet. He might have a lot more to do. Um, I love the bringing back of Barb um, and the idea of it. And that's the other thing I wanted to bring up before I signed off was that what I liked what they did and whether because the Duffer brothers have always said they have a full on plan of how they wanted to start this thing and end it. And a lot of times you read that and you go, yeah, okay, all right, sure. Yeah, Vader was always uh, Luke's dad, sure, okay. I, I'm starting to believe it with these guys um, from the way that they tie in a lot of things. And I'm not telling you they didn't get lucky with certain things and go, oh, well, you know what, what if that actually tied in that and Vecna did that because of this and and that played in there and, and the way that L actually broke out the first time could be tied into this, maybe. But maybe they also had a lot of plans for it. Either way, it's it's kind of seamless at the moment. Um, I did not expect to love the season as much as I did. So much so that my wife and I, and if you follow me at all on, on my show, you'll, you'll know that it's an ongoing theme that it's very hard to get my wife to kind of commit to certain shows and movies. There's, there's, we're, we're watching The Offer. That one we're about, we're, we're going to watch, we're going to finish together. But um but season she's watched all three seasons of stranger things but after the first episode she's like i think it's going a little too horror for me i said like, yeah you know i heard that so maybe if that's the case she's like i think i'm gonna bail so she bailed on episode one and she's like let me know if it's any good and i just watched the whole damn thing and then i this morning i said to her i'm like i'll watch it again with you and she's like you're gonna watch the whole season again i go yes i will watch this whole season again because i want to i feel like i'm gonna it's like it's like satisfying and fulfilling because you'll pick up things so I'm going to watch the whole thing again with her because I loved it that much. Um, between that, this Top Gun, I'm going to see everything everywhere all at once. We're seeing that today. So I'll have a review on, on the channel here today. So um, make sure you, 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 you tune back in for that. Um, but between that, there's, there's some quality stuff going on. There's other things that I wasn't, haven't been thrilled with. And I am bummed with, with Obi-Wan. Again, like I said to you guys, I'm not, I'm not, there's some people who come in and say it's absolute trash and I hate it. That's your opinion. If, 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 I, I don't feel that way. I think there's a lot of great stuff going on in that particular show. I was more excited about that show than I was this show, but it would be silly for me anyway to say that I don't think that this show right now is, is far superior I have not seen The Boys yet. I know a lot of people are telling me to see The Boys. I'm going to check that out. I'm going to start watching season one very soon. Um, but this show, man, I can't wait. July 1st is the conclusion. And that's the other thing that I think is a tough one, right? Because this is not, this. even though this is a review of the season that we got, volume one, there has to be, once July, once July 1st hits, it's like watching, like as I said, when you're watching a movie, if the ending 
doesn't work, well, then the movie takes a big hit. And if the ending and the conclusion of this thing doesn't really work out, um, this could be a bummer. However, if it does work out and it's even and the ending's even better, then it's going to elevate the season even more so. But I ask you, what do you guys think? Did you like it overall? I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, spoil away in the conversation. Again, if you haven't, I mean, if you've been watching this and you haven't seen the show, then it's, that, that's on you. And the comments should be full of spoilers because I want to hear some more stuff about things that you really enjoyed and things that you like. And uh, once again, if you're brand new to the channel and you just joined in because, hey, I want to see somebody talk about Stranger Things, do me a favor. This is what we do. We do these things on on. on youtube to try to get more people to be in on the conversation but we got to get you to subscribe and for all the people who just kind of tune in and my, my daughter was saying it the other day she's like i do that all the time i just i, I browse by and i don't realize that subscribing really really helps creators it does <laughs> so get on over there somebody said to me today the other day is subscribers all the thing harloff cares about to get the word out to more people yeah because i want to make the more content so more people listen to it so, more, so we have more conversations and that's why i I, res I respond to you guys and have conversations with you guys inside the comments as much as i can I spent a lot of time sitting in my kitchen typing away to, to answer you guys and have conversations with you guys because I want to be involved with you guys. So do me a favor. Hit that button. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me here today for Stranger Things Season 4. I really enjoyed it. If I missed anything that you wanted to talk about, please let me know. Uh, I think that I, I really, I mean, I hope I touched enough on Vecna. I mean, what a, what, a, what a villain he was. One of the best villains in TV in a long time. And that's it. That's all I got for you. So Stranger Things Season 4, that's my spoiler review. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, I'll catch you on the flip side. Get yourself some Athletic Greens. Link's in the description. Peace.